Welcome to the Candidate Experience Talks, a 15-minute deep dive where we explore real-life candidate experience tactics through honest talks with experts in recruitment and talent acquisition. With me, Sima Vanessankel, let's go! In this episode, meet Elin Felix, Chief People Officer at Talentech. She describes herself as having her dream job, building up the HR structure from scratch in an actual HR tech company. She will share her story on how a lousy onboarding experience made her get her hands dirty and start improving Talentech's onboarding by building a community feeling across teams and past country borders. Hello, Elin Philippe, Chief People Officer at Talentech. Hi, nice to be here. Yes, happy to have you here. And uh, we had a chat, you and I, a couple of weeks ago, and I got very intrigued about your story and how you have built up a well-structured onboarding process at Talentech. So can you walk us through, because I know it started with your first day or weeks, months, at Talent Tech, where you were not that impressed by the onboarding process. Tell us more about that. Yes, yeah, so, so one thing that is important to know that uh, Talent Tech is quite a new company. We started in 2019, but we consist of uh, six different companies that are, are merged together. So I started my journey at ReachMe, and at that time it was an ATS company. So I remember doing my first week, uh, our CEO was on paternity leave. Um, I started in the middle of summer. Uh, and when I ar- arrived, people were on vacation and didn't really know I was coming. And I didn't have anything planned. <laughs> uh, so like, <laughs> the first week I was like, hi, I'm okay. uh, the new HR. Uh, I sat like on SharePoint and clicked around, tried to schedule meetings with people. Uh, try to make my own own onboarding and of course it was a bad first time but uh, from my point of view I thought like this is a great opportunity Uh, I have the role that is supposed to do the onboarding Uh, I have so much I can improve so I actually started like a document like what are my first impressions what should I change that was the first uh, HR thing I I did that reached me uh, so it's super important. I, I really like that, like that you, you you had a not so good first experience, and your first thought was, "Well, this I can improve this a lot." I I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that, and uh, yeah. So so what what did you start doing then? Uh, the first I, I started doing was like, what do you want to communicate? Because um, like a bad onboarding experience can go both ways. It can be. Uh, too little information like for in my example I had to schedule my own meetings and find my own information but it can also be the other way around like you have this all these long meetings with a lot of information and you don't really get a chance to to get to know the company and take it slowly and in your own pace so I would say a balanced onboarding is is the best onboarding so making sure that uh, you have some time to to get to know the culture, to do the social things, getting connected with the key contacts in different parts of the organization, 
uh, and making sure that you, you have some time also uh, information and time for the practical things like how to connect to the Wi-Fi and uh, setting up your own computer, who to contact if you have any questions about finance or HR. Uh, so I would say uh, don't do too much, but don't do, do too little either. So what were the first steps you took after kind of thinking about what information you should give away? Yeah, I actually, I, I think it's really fun because uh, I, I started to, to put together our own kind of pre-boarding. Uh, I did a landing page in Adobe Spark mm-hmm. uh, with like, what what would I have wanted to know beforehand? Like, for example, uh, when to arrive, confirmation of like the address, how do we do about lunch the first day? Um, what kind of computer you want a Mac or a PC and like uh, super basic stuff uh, so I, I made that myself uh, and then later I actually realized that uh, that product ex- exists and that product is now part of talent tech so yeah I really saw, saw the need for some kind of digital tool I also worked with like how could you do task lists and how can you make sure that the managers know what they're supposed to be doing uh, so that was one of the part. Uh, parts of it but now we also we actually have three parts in our onboarding uh, we have uh, the pre and digital onboarding it's like more focused on the fun stuff the practical stuff we have the training the first weeks and then we have uh, uh, the onboarding academy where we gather all the new employees and they get to meet the head of departments and it's usually a bit later in the process um so we have three different stages. Okay, so I understand it. You, you've broken down like the onboarding to pre-boarding, the first weeks of training, and some kind of community where, where you dig a bit deeper into the different departments. Did I understand that correct? Uh, yeah, but the first part is uh, like what we do digitally. Uh, and then, of course, we okay. have some, some parts that is uh, the same for all countries, like how we communicate our culture and getting to know the other parts of the organization, communication policies and trade handbook and so on. Yeah, but then the actual training, uh, of course, like we want to do the first part smooth and digital to make sure that we have enough time uh, to put the effort where it's really needed. And I would say like the second part is super, super important instead of like, uh, yeah, how to connect to the Wi-Fi and how to read the employee handbook that you can do yourself digitally, but talking about development opportunities and uh, and like getting an in-depth description of uh, uh, like our customer success strategy that is something that is better to do in a dialogue where you can ask your own questions and so like put the put the effort where it's needed Uh, okay so 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 just so i get this right the first part with the pre-boarding you have like digital support so you don't have to spend much time on that and the the you would say the most important parts of the first weeks of training. So what's, what support do you have from, from the tool you use there? Wh- which tool do you use? Uh, we use Talmundo. Uh, so that is actually one of our own products. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. great. Uh, and uh, we use that both for the pre-boarding. They, they support both the pre-boarding and the, the first weeks of training. Yes, exactly. Uh, so... Uh, we have we have, the the content we that we put in is very different in the pre-boarding and the onboarding, but it is the same same kind of digital experience. Uh, but then, of course, in parallel, we give support to the managers to do the more custom training that is more related to their the employees' role. So, 
in the pre-boarding, it's very much focused on getting to know the company, the culture, uh, making a good first impression. So usually uh, I think like candidate experience is super, super important. Uh, we have a lot of hard to fill roles that we work with uh, in talent tech. So then we put a lot of effort and money into advertising, recruitment firms, finding the right talent. So um, it's super, super important to take the candidate experience with us to the next step because it usually is very sensitive. Like it's top talents that we have spent a lot of time recruiting, but their old jobs probably want to keep them. They can get a counter offer. But also it's a bit sad to say goodbye to your old colleagues. So then I use it as some kind of like welcome package for them to make sure that they feel like, yes, I made the right decision. Oh, look at all these fun people. Look at how they're describing their culture. You can really picture yourself working there. Uh, And usually it's like you have three months notice period. It's a long while until you start. So uh, like the pre-boarding is more focused on the lighthearted, the fun, the culture, meeting the people. We do the like talent tech stories with career uh, videos from different parts of the organization. You can walk around in the offices digitally with a 360 camera before you start and like get to know different parts of the organization. And then we have the actual onboarding that is both digital and live. Uh, and there there is uh, where we have more good to know information like how does it work with lunch the first day uh, how does it work with flex time who do I contact if something goes wrong but also like here you have our policies here is super easy to find um, it becomes uh, more and more uh, formal uh, the longer in the onboarding process you go If you'd like to learn more about candidate experience, feedback, and HR analytics, we can help you get certified in candidate experience through TrustCruise online course. Go to trustcruise.com course and use code ELIN to enroll the course for free instead of paying $29. So go to trustcruise.com forward slash course and use E-L-I-N, ELIN, to enroll for free. Okay, so so what recommendations would you give for what information to focus on? Because in the first vital few weeks in the beginning that you say are the most important ones, do you tailor them? Do you have any any kind of tips or tricks here? Any strategy that you you use here? Uh, yeah, so we we do the the custom not custom uh, filters. So we actually have different kind of filters for. Uh, for example, Sweden, tech, uh, Norway, uh, and so on. Uh, so then we can make sure, also, of course, the basic that everyone gets. Then we can make sure to, like, if you, for example, would start, then I would send you, uh, maybe you get the, the HR filter, you get the Sweden filter, and you get the basic filter. So you feel like this is super custom made for you, uh, but it's actually prepared beforehand. So we have this kind of combination becomes uh, a customized experience but um, we can also make sure that uh, w- whatever country you're getting onboarded in whatever manager you have uh, we have a good basic level uh, we know that you get the information you absolutely need as a minimum uh, everybody gets the same kind of first impression um, 
And it's really nice for me to know that like the, the system takes care of them. Also like the automated tasks and uh, really like making sure that uh, both the employee HR and the managers knows what to do and when. Uh, so I don't have to like remember to remind them about, like, remember to set up the desk for the first day. Because that, that would be my question now. And, and I think you already answered that, but uh, it's, it's, uh, using like a structured process for this and using a tool for this helps, of course, for you in HR and for the person starting and, of course, also for the manager then. Yeah, so I, the main reason for doing this is that I actually think it's super important that they get a good first impression and there's actually research on that. Uh, so uh, new hire retentions can be increased by 82% uh, by having a good onboarding and also like getting them up to speed and uh, productivity can increase by 70%. So it's super critical to, to work with this, but also, of course, it's, it saves me time. I don't have to remember to remind people. Um, and uh, I get the harmonized view of our culture and everything like that presented. So, um, yeah, absolutely. It's so in so many ways, this is uh, 100% worth it to to put some effort into this. Yeah. And what would you say in your role in HR? What are like taking a step back and working structure with onboarding? What are the best things? Uh, what's your like general thoughts? Any tips to people that's wants to start work with this in a structured way? Yeah, I think uh, the, the first thing to focus on is uh, what is unique for your company. Uh, so uh, when you try to present yourself, of course, it's hard to compete with like uh, Google and Spotify and uh, the companies that uh, has a lot of perks. Uh, but like do some interviews. We did that when we did our value project. We did some interviews with different parts of the organization. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what made you take this job here? What would you, how would you describe this to someone that is looking for a job? And like, what what are the reasons you stay here? And we actually did. We had a focus group to really get to know, like, what are people feeling about talent tech and. Then we decided to let's just focus on playing up those parts. And a lot of things that people talk about here, I know that everybody says we have a great culture, but all the new onboardees uh, talk about how nice people were, how welcoming they were, and they wanted to connect with them uh, super easy. So then we have focused a lot on uh, making sure that they can meet uh, the colleagues and having like digital coffees together and doing the videos in uh, in Talmundo where you can see like they, they talk about their career and development in talent tech and uh, so focus on what makes you unique I think that's one of the most important part but then also put yourself in the shoes of the new employee it's super important to to remember that everything you think is like yeah everybody knows that but you don't know that when you're new yeah, but for you, you were in the new shoes just <laughs> recently, so you you uh, knew what to do. But but I understand. Okay, I think it's a very good and relevant thing. Like to and we had a previous episode with Elisa Crane. She talked a lot about finding your identity and showing your true identity. That was more focused on the recruiting process. But I I understand it's important because you you want to show who you are, the true you, not who you want to be or who you think you are. You want to show who you actually are 
And that's that's important. Yeah, and it's it's especially important now when you're onboarding remotely. Uh, but also for us, we have uh, many locations and different uh, people in different offices. We also have some people that are fully remote. Uh, so making sure that everybody can feel the talented culture, even if they're not being onboarded at the head, head office. I, un- I understand. And and one one part I also want to uh, go into, like the the training for the actual uh job that you sign for if you're an engineer when will you start learning about the parts of your role uh, we have some different kind of contents for for the tech roles and that is one of our filters so uh, you actually get a customized uh, hello from our uh, chief architect uh, and then you get some more and more information but it's mostly done in the onboarding parts we have like the, the welcome and some kind of information in the pre-boarding part so uh, it depends on uh, like what kind of filter you have different departments have different preferences and it's also how much it makes sense for that role to to give them beforehand because uh, we said like they don't work for us before they start we're not going to expect them to uh, do a lot of work but there is a lot of content to use and read if they're interested and engaged and we really want them to do that but we're trying not to uh, have uh, any must-haves before starting. I can understand it differs, but reading in on on like getting to know the colleagues in that department, you start with that right away and getting that type of department role specific information. I understand. It's been a nice chat, but I'm going to start rounding this up with the three quick questions. So. Uh, Elin, what's your favorite tool? Yeah, it feels a bit wrong to say, uh, but my favorite tool is actually Weekly. Weekly is a part of Talentech, but we were one of the first customers and we were customers uh, a long while before we bought it. So getting post service, getting a zoomed out uh, view on what teams and what areas I should put my effort in, it's absolutely a lifesaver for me. Great. And what's your favorite metric? I would say engagement. It's super important. Uh, if you have engagement, uh, it's uh, everything. Everything else becomes really easier to solve. It's related to meaningfulness, performance, development, overall satisfaction. Uh, you can have any kind of problem, but if you have high engagement, it's easier to fix it. And what's your favorite book or contact? Yeah, right now I really love the Johannes Sundlow Full Stack HR newsletters. They're very forward-leaning, talking about trends for HR. I think the last one was the metaverse in HR, not something that we're going to do right now in talent tech, but it really broadens your knowledge uh, and keep you up, keeps you up to speed on trends. Thanks, Eileen, for joining the uh, Candidate Experience Talks podcast. It was fun having you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and hope you liked it. Don't forget to subscribe and review us in your podcast app. Until next time, take care and turn those candidates into promoters.